Broadcasting from warm, sunny Florida at the downtown Newport Ritchie Sandpeak Realty Studio, this is SP Real Simple with your host, Steve Lucar. Hello, Miss Betty. Hello, Mr. Steve. How are you? I'm wonderful tonight. Well, that's wonderful. Yes. I'm always wonderful. I don't know any other way. Welcome to the studio, Thank the, you. Show. To the show. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, I'm Betty Chrisman. People up north know me as Betty Lou, and people here know me, some of them, as Elizabeth. Elizabeth? Uh-huh. That's not Betty. That's way different. I know, but that's I was named after my grandmother. And your grandmother's here, or lived here? Oh, no. My okay. grandmother lived in Pennsylvania. So how'd the correlation, how'd that change up? To Betty? Yeah. That's so, a typical... So your grandmother was Betty? My grandmother was Elizabeth. Was Elizabeth, but the people here know you as Elizabeth. That's because when I got down here, I have everything's official Elizabeth. Oh, So okay. when you buy your house, mm. when you buy your cars, whatever you're doing. You look at your driver's license. and yeah, yeah. Yep. So Elizabeth Lou. Okay. My wife's Cindy Lou. Mm-hmm. Well, she's Cindy, but... Yeah, Cindy, know. yeah. It's funny because she grew up Cindy Lou. Mm-hmm. Like, that was her nickname when she was since she was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And Why then she you? married me, Lou Cart, and, <laughs> and then now it's she's Cindy Lou again. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you grew up up north? Grew up in northwest Pennsylvania. My parents are in Pennsylvania right now. What part? I have no idea. They're traveling all over the place. Mm-hmm. I've they've, they've been around all over. All over? Yeah, I mean, well, as much as you can do in a week. You can do a lot of Pennsylvania in a week. Yeah, it's beautiful. They're showing me pictures and posting all kinds of It's a My mom, she's a she's a big uh take pictures and post them and try to make everybody jealous type person, so. It's a gorgeous state. It is. Right now the leaves are all changing. It's just yes. beautiful. I was hoping to get back in October, but that's not going to work this year. So, we'll. I'm going to see if I can pull up a couple of her. Oh, I have so many. Post and see, where, see where she's been. Yeah, because I live. Actually, in- you know what? Gone with the wind. Yeah. There's um, the writer, the the author for that book, has a place there somewhere. I believe. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be way off. They might not even be in Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where the heck are they at? I never heard that, so I don't know. I know they're picking apples. Uh, that would be. <laughs> and they're <coughs> at the uh, Ben and Jerry's place. Okay. Is that okay. Pennsylvania? Yeah, it is. Oh, no, they're in Vermont. Wow. They're picking apples in Vermont? Yeah. That's a great green state but i thought for sure they were well they went through pennsylvania guaranteed. yeah yeah i think they did yeah. Yeah, oh. that's what they did they almost can't get there without going through pa yeah we'll see yep so the von trap family lodge is where they uh they met oh the, that's a nice place yeah they met the that's the grand they met the granddaughter but uh you know that's the author gone with the wind mm-hmm. okay place. okay yeah, yeah. 
up there. Now I can agree with you that that's a good chance that that's yeah. Where yeah. Well, that's pretty. So, um, how long did you live there? Do I really want to tell you? Well, sixty-four years. <laughs> I don't really. I wasn't care. trying to get that deep. I don't really care. You know, yeah. it is what it is. So you've recently moved here. How long have you lived in Florida? Nine years. Okay, so not recently. Mm-mm. You've been here a little while. You're used to the heat. You haven't moved halfway back yet. No, but it's tempting. There's a lot. It's tempting to go of, all the way back. There's a lot of, uh, we call them halfbackers. Mm. Where they, uh, they'll move from up north, they come down to Florida, and they're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. This is going to be great. No snow, and we're never going to have to shovel snow again. And then they, they spend a summer, and then they go, mm-hmm. oh, I think we're going to go to North Carolina. They go halfway back. That's why I call them mm-hmm. half-packers. Mm-hmm. I would go all the way back because I love the snow. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't for my kids being here. Yeah. It's, um, I don't like the snow. It's fun for about a day, and then I, I just don't like it. I like having my flip-flops on. <laughs> and I wear my boots. I'm a Florida boy. The dog, dogs love it. They just absolutely love the it. The dogs love to play in the snow? Yeah. Our other Sheltie, she would go out. Of course, we were fenced in. And she would go. There was a special tree over there. She'd go and lay. And if it was snowing, you'd just see this big mound. And all you'd see is her face. She'd just be a big mound of snow. Push that mic up to you. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Hair swinging it, swing it over so it gets a little closer. No, it's okay. okay. I can get there. Okay. There you go. Easy to lean. <laughs> um, so... Um, Growing up, are you um, out in the country? Or are you more in the city? I'm a country girl tomboy. Okay. Through and through. That's the best. That's what I always figured. The city's for some people, but not me. I couldn't deal with that. I'm having a hard time with that. And you're kind of... For nine years. See, this used to be country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, this was... It was... There wasn't hardly any cars on the road. Wasn't that many people running around. Uh huh. It was uh like, I don't know, or like Trinity, all that. None of that was there. That was all Starkey Park, Starkey mm-hmm. property, uh, Littles, and everybody owned all that. Mm-hmm. It was all farmland. Mm-hmm. There was nothing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember where the Home Depot and the Lowe's is at like Ridge Road and um, Little Road. Mm-hmm. That was never there. That mm-hmm. was an Orange Grove. Mm-hmm. My friends, um, uh, what's his name? I don't know. I got buddies that I grew up with playing soccer and stuff, and their parents owned all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I came here nine years ago, uh, when I came I came down to find where I was going to live, thanks to my kids doing all the research, and uh, when I went home, of course, you go out to Trinity, 54 to 75, you know, and then I worked my way back up, but... That area had nothing in it but the sheriff's office and a little couple little plazas, mm-hmm. strip malls, whatever you call them. And in that short nine years, you know what's happened. Oh yeah, it's, it, it, every well, time no. I go out, it's like you're kidding me. I gotta a- get every out of time, here. every time you drive down fifty four, out that way, it's like wow. There's another. There's another little strip center with. There's another Dunkin' Donuts and another. Jersey Mike's and another. And then another 500 houses. Yeah. 
And or apartment complexes. Apartments, yeah. Jesus, I can't believe the apartment complexes they've built. Uh-huh. I don't know how many thousands and thousands of new residents that is. I, I don't think our our infrastructure can handle that. It's kids, like most of these people are going to have kids. We don't have the schools to put all these kids in. I know. <sighs> if you listen to the Pasco Planning Commission, they are preparing for all this influx. Mm. And they're preparing for the Moffat influx. That's going to be huge. Yeah. So it's interesting how they're going to end up. I don't... Their planning seems off because... Behind. Yeah. I mean, it takes five or six years to build a school. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it does. And they, if they haven't started yet, then they're behind. Uh, well, we're what? 5,000? No. No. 12... 1.2 million homes behind right now. In the state. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it's here. A lot of it is, yeah. Big yeah. percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're one of the fastest growing counties in the state, mm-hmm. if not the. Mm-hmm. It could be the the fastest. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of houses for us to sell, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a long trip for me to that's sell them, but that's okay. <laughs> that's a. Uh, it's a very. Um, kind of a double-edged sword because there's so much new construction it's hard to sell a house in a new development that's still being developed why why uh, buy a house that somebody's lived in for a year when they can just get a brand new one i don't know i haven't seen the quality in the brand new ones i'll, I'll take one that's 30 years old well i'm saying like if you're let's say starkey mm-hmm. you know you're buying a house in starkey somebody's trying to sell a house in starkey it's hard to sell that house because they're literally buying, building the same model. You can get brand new. So why buy a used one? You know? Yeah, I know. But, but I agree with you. The craftsmanship of the new homes are, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about 20 years from now what these houses are going to look like. Uh, not a whole lot. Yeah, I just saw where when this hurricane came through, a bunch of people throughout a bunch of these neighborhoods were trying to put their um, uh, the shutters on, not shutters, but they're the hurricane panels, mm-hmm. and they have the little screws and everything that they put in. Well, they stuck them in the windowsill, the decorative sill, which is made out of styrofoam. Nice. So they just pulled right out. Of course they would. Yeah. yeah. I'd be pretty pissed if I... I mean... <laughs> I don't know. It's that's aggravating. They these houses they they look good when they're done, but you can just tell that they're not going to hold up. Absolutely not. When I did the new homes class certification, it was like you couldn't sell me one of these, and that yeah. was four years ago. Yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. This is this is not. Quality product, as far as I'm concerned. And we visited four different builders. And there was not one that I would even consider buying one. Yep. I'll take my 75-year-old home up there. Not like they used to build them. Oh, I know. It's getting close, 100. There are some uh, there's some decent builders around that do good work. Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah. But they're, you know, you get what you pay for. 
Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. No matter what you're getting. That's uh, pretty much been that way since the beginning. Yes. Get what you pay for. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, how long have you been in real estate? Four and a half years. How do you like it so far? It's fun. And that's why I did it. Well, part of the reason I did it, because I knew it would be fun. I have several friends in up north that are real estate agents, and we've always had fun with it. And <coughs> a circumstance arose that made me want to know more about it. And the only way to know more about it is to get in it. So Yeah. I mean, that's you dive all the way in. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, because I, there was just a, a, not a nice circumstance that happened, and that's okay. That's how I got in. I bought a, uh, me and my wife, well, we weren't married at the time, but we bought a home up by County Line Road, mm-hmm. and it ended up being a unrepaired sinkhole home. And we didn't know this for about seven years. We had gotten married, had kids, and then. The kids keep getting sick, and we can't figure out what's going on with them. And we start pulling up. Well, one of our doctors said it's an allergy thing. They've got, they're allergic to something. You just start eliminating things, mm-hmm. you know. So we're like, okay, there's carpet in the, we'll just take the carpet out and put wood floors down. So we pulled the carpet up, and we're like, holy shit, look at these cracks going all the way across. And then we start pulling the baseboards out, mold, the moisture was coming up through the, through the ground. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so we ended up having to evacuate the house, and we found out it was unrepaired sinkhole home. Once we started doing some research into it, and uh, Mike actually sold it as a short sale because our lawyer was like, it's not paying on that. You're, you're spending money on a house that's not worth anywhere close to what you owe on it, so mm-hmm. you just got to let it go. So yeah. we lost our house, our first house. Well, kids did, too. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Up in Ohio. Mm. That's devastating. Yes, and it's very, very expensive. Yep. Yep, so now, uh, you know, but I learned a lot, and now I know what to look for when I see red flags. Mm-hmm. So that's that was the, my, my fault for buying a house, um, you know, a for sale by owner. And you don't oh, yeah. have an agent. We didn't have anybody kind of looking out for us. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's a real tough one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what would you do before real estate? When I was 33 years old, I retired. From? <laughs> oh, from? <laughs> oh, administrative assistant and purchasing agent for a cutlery company. Oh, cool. And uh, I retired because, one, my son was in seventh grade. Two, all I was working for was for the government. So between my husband and I, we decided, why not go home and work for us? So we were building basement at the time underneath the house we already owned. And there was just a lot of things that needed done. And so I I went home and worked for us. So you built a basement? Under the house. Wow. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? You just crack through the slab that's already there, or was it like There's a... There's no slabs up north. 
Okay, so it's like it a crawl a space. Crawl space. Yeah. And then we had uh, our friend came with a backhoe, uh, opened up an area, and then we just worked from the area with uh, pick and shovel and rototiller and wheelbarrowed it out into the yard. And he came back with his triaxle and took a hundred and some odd triaxles, triaxles of dirt away. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, how big a basement was this? Oh, let's see. I don't know. I don't remember now. Good size. Three rooms. Three big rooms were downstairs. Wow. You know, it was just... But remember, that was compacted soil turned into air. Yeah, once you... You know, and so it makes more dirt than what you think... Right. ...than it was as compacted. you loosen it. Yeah, you loosen it up and, yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot more volume. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so they dig from the outside up under the house, or do you have to come from the... And the hole he dug, we had to dig then underneath and then block it block it so that it would, the house would sit still. Yeah, so you have to put, like, pilings or something up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. And then we poured solid concrete walls. Yeah, you got to worry about, you can't do that here because it would flood. Well, yeah, and it... Could flood there too because the area we lived in had clay. I don't know if you've ever heard of blue clay, but it's the kind of clay that they use for like under home plate at baseball fields and stuff because it turns almost like concrete. Wow. Yeah. Blue clay. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's beautiful. Is it actually like blue colored? Mm-hmm. It's not uh, about this color, maybe a little bit between so your light shirt blue. And mine. Okay. It's, it's I almost pretty. I would imagine in my head I, I I would guess it would be like a dark blue, but it's a lighter blue. No, it's lighter because it's mixed kind of mixed with a gray. But it's a very my our neighbors took I don't know how much of it to shore up the back part of their pool. Oh wow! And it was there for thirty five years. Wow! <laughs> it's just like that, just like putting concrete. But it was so like, you lived in the same town you grew up in. I grew up in a little town of 600 people, and the town that my husband and the, I, that my husband grew up in and that we lived in was 6,000 people, and it was seven miles apart. Wow. So a little school. 22 graduates. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, uh, I have my grandfather's um, yearbook from when he graduated Gulf High School over here. And um, I think it was only like 20-something graduates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. I went. I didn't go to kindergarten. We didn't have one then. So first to 12th grade in the same two buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Very country. Yeah? Very country. So what do you do for fun out there in the country and when you're a kid? Uh well, depending on the age I was, but a lot of the time I was driving the tractor through the woods or shooting the 22 at cans and whatever, climbing trees, doing things that tomboy girls do. Yeah. You know. That's the same stuff I'd be doing. Riding bikes. No girls in my neighborhood forever, so. Just to hang out with the boys. And I had two brothers to do that with. Yeah. Plus all their friends and all the neighbor guys. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's fun. 
Mm-hmm. So do you hunt at all? Yes. Nice. Of course. Everybody hunted. Yeah. I love hunting. I um, I kind of feel like as I'm getting older, kids are getting older, Like I find myself not as enthusiastic about getting up in the morning and going like I used to be. When I was 18, 19, I mean, you couldn't pull me out of the woods. I'd be up. I'd go to midnight, go sit in my stand until it got light out and not leave until it was dark mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every single day. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't bother me a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, any chance I got to be in the woods, I was in the woods. And I just feel like now life's happening more. Like I, I'm getting older. Kids are getting older. I got more stuff going on. I don't know if I like it. I feel like I should be in the woods more. Yes. I have a little story for you, though. Yeah. Uh, that not too many people have acquired two doe with one shot in two years. <laughs> one doe, or no, two does, one shot in two years? Mm-hmm. Mm, trying to <laughs> think of log- logistically how has this happened. <laughs> it was funny. It was a funny story at the time. Let's hear it. The first year, the one year, I'm we we live in hills, okay. So we have big ravines and valleys, and then we have mm-hmm. hills. My husband was in the valley; I was on top of the hill, and I come across this beautiful doe, but she's dead. She's right there, and she's just died. And so I go to the edge of the hill and yell at my husband. I said, "You need to come up here." He said, he's yelling at me, like, what's the matter? What's going on? Whatever. I said, I said, I have a deer. I don't know what you want me to do with it. So he trudges up the old hill. He says, oh, my gosh, that's a beauty. I said, yeah. He said, you didn't shoot. I said, no, I didn't. But she just died. So he got it. He took care of her, and we took her out of the woods. And the next year, uh, we had horrible story for them. We had a gentleman die in the woods with us. And so a friend asked, said, we'll come out to the farm and we'll put Betty on a stand and, you know, we'll drive deer to her. And so I'm sitting there watching and I hear them whistle that the deer are coming my way. And so I watched and I shot and she died right there. And he said to his friend, he said, oh, she'll shoot more than once. And of course, I didn't shoot again. And they come out of the woods, and they, he hollered across the road, and he said, what'd you do, miss? I said, no, I think you've got work to do down there. And he said, oh, my gosh. So two doe, one shot, two years. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time I hunted. Oh, really? Yeah, because I developed an ish, a physical issue after that that I couldn't hunt. Hmm. Well, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Well... It's not for everyone. Hunting is a... It's a fun sport. Yeah, it's it's very... It's peaceful. It's very peaceful. It's amazing how many deer I don't shoot. Oh. You know, and everyone assumes, like, you just sit there and wait for the deer to come and you blast everything that moves. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's times I'm, like, looking at, you know, a real nice eight-pointer. 
and uh, just watch them for 20, 30 minutes, and that's just not the one I want. That's not the one I'm after. Mm-hmm. So, and then all the just crazy stuff you see, hawks coming down and grabbing squirrels, and um, I had one time I uh, I shot a, a small buck, and it was on this creek up in uh, North Florida, and an alligator came up out of the creek and trying to get my deer. So I had to get down and chase it off. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there's more things that want to try to kill you here. We have, uh, you know, water moccasins and rattlesnakes and alligators. We got coyotes and... We have coyotes. We have... Rattlesnakes and Definitely rattlesnakes and copperheads. We have bear. Oh, yeah, you have bears. We have cats. Yeah, big... What big kind of big cats do you have? Uh, like mountain lions? Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Depending on the season and depending on how the the years tend been, whether they come to our area or not. Yeah. So, hey, we got the stuff that can... You got to oh, be yeah. paying attention. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess no matter where you go, there's something dangerous. <laughs> Just keep your <laughs> eyes open. <laughs> Walk down the street, there's things that are dangerous. There's probably more dangerous stuff down the street than there is in the woods. Uh, yeah. I was raking Thursday, no, Friday, in the yards in our property because the residents had to help clean out the mess. And this young man came across the parking lot and he said, Ma'am, did the hurricane go through? And what day is it? And I, I almost couldn't answer him. I wanted to. I was like, where have you been? He had no idea. That the Get hurricane. off him under your rock. I don't Maybe know. Maybe the hurricane threw him and dropped him <laughs> off. <laughs> I have no idea, but it was the freakiest thing. You know, like, I'm, okay, well, it's Friday, and yeah, two days ago. <laughs> wow. I wonder what kind of stuff he was on. I have no idea. <laughs> and I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm just going to take enough to black out for two days, and uh, yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. People are crazy. Mm. I feel like they're getting crazier. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have enough to do. They're not accountable. So so. There's plenty to do. They just don't want to do any of it. Right. So that they're lazy. Yes, but they, in their mind, they have nothing to do. Yeah. They don't have enough to do. Well, they blame it on something. Like, well, I can't because of this. And well, like, you know, I would go to work, but. The new season of this just came out on Netflix, and I got to spend you know eight hours eight a day hours watching, watching that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> by all means. And they then, might then they fired me. They They're don't not showing up to why. work. Yeah, what the heck? Yes. I can't I can't get a job. <laughs> That's a whole another story. Uh, it's interesting uh, hearing because I I mean I worked my butt off when I was a kid. I had three jobs over the summers. We I all worked. did. Yeah. There was no free rides. No. No. And things, it's funny because, like, my kids would go, oh, well, gas was, like, less than a dollar. I'm like, yeah, but I only made $5 an hour. Oh, gas was 25 cents. Well, And yeah. you made a buck and a quarter. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's different. Yeah, it's all relevant, I guess. Yes, it is. But, Yeah. I don't know. Now people are wanting $15 an hour to 
do nothing. Yeah, well, they'll complain if they have to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, wait, so now you're going to, I got to mop. I got to do this. I got to clean that. If these people wouldn't be making a mess, I wouldn't have to clean it. That's not fair. It's like, that's your job. You just have do to it. do it. Just do it. Or take an order and not get it wrong. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, they can't do that. Man, I don't know how many times I just, it, it really depends on where I'm at and what I'm doing, but I I never go back and, like, complain and say, you got my order wrong. I used to just Even. suck it up and deal with it and take the onions off and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's frustrating. Very. <laughs> <laughs> And being, <laughs> pardon me, <coughs> being my generation and think how frustrating it is. Yeah. So you grew up on a farm? Mm-mm. No, just kind of, like how much property did you have? Well, we had two, like a little over two acres, but I had access to about 150 Okay. to run the tractor. It was oil company land. And they did nothing with it. We lived on a triangle. And okay. So you had the whole middle of the triangle. You could do whatever you want. They didn't care. Wow. So. so you didn't plant anything. You just ran a tractor just driving around. Oh, well, that was what I did during the day. When yeah. Dad was home, then we worked. <laughs> 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 he didn't care, but he was, yeah. That's how you learn to drive down there. Yeah. So your brothers, they're, uh, you chasing them around, or are they chasing you around? They were too old, too much older than I to uh, either one. One was they. One was ten years older, and uh, he was. By the time I was driving tractor, he was gone to the service. Okay. And the other one was just uh, literally a pain in my behind, <laughs> and still is. Well, I'm a brother to two sisters, and I try to be a pain in their behind as much as I can. It's easy for guys. I know. I don't know why we're so good at it. I know. <laughs> uh, freaking guys. Oh, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's your uh, what's your goals with real estate? Do you have uh, any ambition of? I don't want to be really big. I just want to have fun. That's because that's the point I'm at in my life. Yeah. Well, I uh, so Marisol was just in here and we were talking about um, she's same thing. She's retired from her previous job and um, she just wants to, you know, just have fun with it. Yeah, just enjoy doing it and help people. Yeah, you know, it's fun helping people. Mm Mhm. And that's the it's rewarding. If you can't have fun doing it. In my book, there's nothing worth doing. Yeah. Well, it becomes a job. Yes. Yeah, and you want to... Who wants a job? want it to be a job. You want it to be something you like. If you like what you do, then you never work. Exactly. Exactly. Other than technology. Technology <laughs> is a... Yeah, that's a whole... Another ball game. <laughs> yeah, because there's so much, and it changes so fast and just constant. Mm-hmm. And if you're not moving with it, you get left in the dust. That's the, kind of the hard part. Well, I spent most of my life staying away from it. Yeah. 
had no need for it. I would, did everything manually, and I was perfectly happy with that until I became a real estate agent. Yeah. So, yeah. and a lot of catch-up. That's mm. not easy. I have a tough time with it. That's nice to know. Well, I mean, it's just ever-changing. And it's like, oh, I'm used to doing this this way, and now the app's changed, and the format's changed, and now this is moved over here, and that's changed. And I just got a new phone, and it's like, okay, I'm it's pretty similar, but there's little things I'm used to that I'm like, what the heck happened to that? Why did they get rid of that? Why'd that change? Every time mine <laughs> updates, I'm thinking, okay, what's different now? Oh, yeah. You, you got to go through and figure it out. No, I just wait till I find it. Oh, there you go. You know, because if, if it's not something I use, then I don't, I never find it. Cause, so I'm not a button player. Yeah. That was my other half. He played but with all kinds of buttons and stuff and got himself in trouble. <laughs> I'm not like that. So. Uh, so, um, what do you do for fun now? I like to golf. I love taking walks with taking walks period when it's a rainy day I love to read or sew because I sew for people um, when I'm in Pennsylvania I'm doing church work mostly helping my small church up there you go back up there a lot I go back at least for a month in the summer this next year I'm hoping to be there at least four months oh wow I hope but I have to have a place that four months works for me. So yeah. there's people looking, trying to find a place for me for short term. Where do you like to golf around here? What's your favorite course? Be Tarpon Public, right there on Alt 19, right by the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cute. It's a nice course. I've never golfed that course. It's a nice and clean, little bit of water, long enough to be challenging but not devastating right how often do you golf not as often as i'd like but now i have two my daughter-in-law's two nephews are here now and they are both golfers so they invite me to go my son is not a golfer he hates it so now that they're here i go with them so i'm more often than i had been my buddy Ronnie owns a Meadow Oaks golf course. Oh, yeah? Do you know where that is? Meadow Oaks. That's over off of uh, 52, kind of by 52 in Loon Lake. It's like okay. in between uh, there and uh, Hudson Avenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a nice little, it's a feel-good course. Long? No. No, there's only like maybe three or four par fives. Nice course. Then. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a fairly easy course um yeah there's nothing too crazy there it's it's a feel-good course you know you go and you're like oh i did pretty good i lost two balls or uh, there's been a couple times where i didn't lose a ball at all Ooh. not once through the whole i the only course. way i lose a ball is it goes in the water yeah are you a uh so you don't try to kill the ball no just slow and steady Straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. My first time golfing was with uh, a friend of mine's grandfather, and he was ninety or ninety-one, and 
I thought, well, this is going to be easy. I can hit the ball way farther than him. He's just barely hitting it. But he hit it straight every single time. Mm-hmm. And he smoked us. Sure he did. <laughs> sure he did. Plus he knew how to pitch and putt. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's a big part too. Yep. Well, I've learned a lot because I don't try to crush the ball. I just try to hit it. Just hit it. Just hit it right. Try to hit it straight. Don't try to. If you, I've learned if you try to muscle that ball, it's going to go where you don't want it to mm-hmm. pretty much every time. Mm-hmm. So you let the club do the work and you just it's nice, easy swing. Yep. Stay consistent. Mm-hmm. And you score well. Yeah. No, I do pretty good. Um, I don't play as much as I should or as much as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. I get um, several people keep asking me, let's go play, let's go play. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. Just life catches up. And same with I want to be hunting more. I want to be fishing more. I want to do a lot more stuff. But I just get tied up doing different things. <laughs> when you When your children are all grown, then you do all these things you want to do. Yeah, I worry that I'll be, I won't be in the shape. That's to your do job. Some of it, it is. Yeah, that's your job to stay that way. I know, but like some of the things I want to do is like I want to go to Alaska and hunt a moose. Um, My dad did that at sixty. I want to say sixty-three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's doable for sure. Or like my knees and stuff are beat up from playing sports and take care of them now then. Well, kind of screwed that up. I've had two knee surgeries already. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, but now you take care of them. Yeah. So you don't have to have more. Yeah. Well, I do that by not working out. Oh, well, that's like. not working. That's not taking care of them. You got to keep like every strong. time I, I work out, I end up. Pulling something or tearing something or uh, I, don't know, I feel like I, uh, I cause more problems. Walk. Yeah. It's Walking's the good. most strengthening oh. exercise for your knees, your hips, and your thighs you'll ever have. And your ankles. I like uh, pickleball. We've been doing that. Mm-hmm. Pickleball is fun. And it's not a whole lot of moving Lateral. around. And you can, you can kind of... Um, I don't know. I feel like I can take it easy with pickleball. Like mm-hmm. play volleyball, I can't. I have to go diving for the ball, or I feel like I, I have to. I don't know. I get crazy. I don't have like a, a medium speed. You're <laughs> competitive. That's the whole word. <laughs> but with the pickleball, I feel like um, <laughs> if the ball's like, I feel like it's out of reach. Then I just don't try so hard to go get it. And I'll never know the difference if I tried really hard. But then I could have blown something trying too hard, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting older, too, and I feel like I can uh, take it a little bit easier. And I noticed playing with the kids, I don't play as hard as I – 10 years ago, I would have been – How old were you, know, you 10 years ago? I would have been 35. Oh, my gosh, you're all 45? Yeah. Okay. Already starting to feel the effects of can't see like I used to see. I got to put my phone on the, uh, I got to increase the 
letter what? size. Shh, getting crazy. <laughs> I know. I have no idea. No, you do not. You do not. That's the fun thing about getting to an age. You yeah. can have fun with young people that want to tell me how hard they have it. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yep. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer you take care of yourself. And you can do whatever you want until you're almost, well, I don't know. My mom walked with a, she walked, and then she walked with a walker. She passed away at 92. And she walked eight days before she died. Wow. So. Yeah. No, it's for sure possible. Mm-hmm. I can do it. I just got to toughen up and quit complaining, griping. <laughs> and <laughs> Sound like a millennial. Gently. <laughs> Just gently work into getting stronger and stretched out. Yeah. Most guys, it's the stretch part. I feel like that is the biggest thing for me, stretching. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing you could do for yourself is get a massage and then stretch. And I know guys don't like to do that. But it is the most awesome way to get yourself lengthened. And then you can actually work the muscles. Yeah. It really works. Yeah. I believe it. It does. That was the one thing when I got down here. I said, that's the one. Because there's, there's, in our town, there was no massage therapist. Mm. But I knew it felt really, really good. So I found someone, and that's the one thing I do for me. My mother-in-law is huge into massages. She gets one probably like once a week. She mm. goes. I like mine. Once a month is good unless I've done something. And then I know I need it, need to be stretched out again because I've done something I shouldn't have. But then, then I'm good. Yeah. My wife got me one for, um, I think it was Father's Day. She kind of like surprised me. Mm-hmm. Said, oh, yeah, get, you know, get ready. We're going to go here and I'm going to take you. And it's a surprise. And we pull into the massage place. I was like, oh, cool. All right. And then we go in and, and uh, she goes, yeah, I'm here for the massage for so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's not here today. She had to call in. But uh, we've got this other guy that um, I was like, guy? Oh, man. <laughs> weirded me out. Uh-huh. I wasn't Shouldn't. Ha- I wasn't happy with it. Um, Need the right person. Yeah. And you know what's weird, though? Like, the guy was just weird was what it was. Like, he was kind of creepy weird because um, I had uh, I got in a car wreck once and I went to my chiropractor and he has a guy masseuse there that works on you mm-hmm. and his is more it's not so much like a like a um, relaxing massage his is more like to work out different things but he worked on me I don't know it's I mean it's still a massage you're laying the thing doing the same stuff and he was fine like I didn't have any problem with that but the, this guy was kind of there are. Yeah. There are some that are, you don't really want to go back or you don't want yeah. them even to touch you as soon as you meet them. My wife had a um, uh, a woman work on her not too long ago, and she had, like, a really weird experience with her. She was, like, talking about, like, like she could, I don't know, it was, like, 
she, without my wife saying anything, she knew things about her. Mm-hmm. That, they do by touch if they're good. Yeah. And it was, she was, came out and she's like in tears. Mm-hmm. Like this woman knows like things about me that she I've never said it. out loud. Right. You know, it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. When I go in, my massage, my masseuse will say, okay, how is everything? I said, it's okay, but he'll say, all right. And then, then he'll start working. And I'm like, okay, you found it all. You know, he just, he just can mm-hmm. sense where I'm too tense. And yeah. then, then that makes something else show up. Mm-hmm. And then he gets it all worked out. And I, I, I tell him I feel about an inch taller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she had COVID and she was, you know, on a ventilator. And she mm-hmm. had, like, she still has right. a bunch of issues and stuff yeah. from that. And but when she walked in, and the lady never saw her, and she was laying on the table, and she's like, "What's going on with your legs? Something's wrong with your legs." And it's like, "How can you they, know that?" They, it's what if they're well trained, they know. Yeah, they're amazing. It's wild. That's a whole different. Um, like it's a medical field. You would. It is. They're not. That's just. It's. It's a whole. It's almost like a spiritual um, type. Oh, yeah, that too. But their training is so medical, but they don't get the acknowledgement for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they understand the body in different ways, and mm-hmm. but they don't really, you can't really teach in a book. You no. Because you're going by feel, and you're going by... Senses. Yeah, mm-hmm. and energy and stuff like that. There's no book on that. No, how are you going to teach that? <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah. You just have to learn it. If you're a good masseuse, you'll learn it. If you're not, you'll just do a, a half the job and you'll be fine. Yeah. You just won't get good tips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where do you uh, where do you go for your massages? Uh, Tarpon Springs on Ring Street. Uh, his, I never say his name right, but Al Couric, I'm pretty sure is how you say it. That's his whole last name. His first name, I have no idea because he's Al to me. Okay. But he's, I've been with him for seven and a half years. Wow. Because I was with him before I got Holly. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's that good. Mm. Well, when you find one that works for you, you know, there's no sense in Oh, I'm not changing. Shopping around, yeah. As long as he's in business, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something. Now I forget. I can't help you. <laughs> I'm not in your mind. <laughs> well, it's a good thing because my mind, there's a lot of stuff bouncing around up in this little peanut. <laughs> there's always in mine, too. And I always am glad the walls can't talk. Yeah. Yep. Like oh, you live down towards Tarpon area? I live in Palm Harbor. Palm Harbor, okay. When you said that Marisol was done, I thought to myself, I'm glad I didn't wait till 5 after 7 to leave because it would have been 7.30 when I got here. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's not a quick trip. Yeah. I think uh, uh, the furthest one was... um. um Came from like North, almost Citrus County. Hmm. I forget who that was. 
Well, I know like uh, JR, they all live up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a 45 minute drive, almost mm-hmm. an hour. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I just go the other way. Yeah. So, what's new? What's on the horizon for you? Anything going on? Work wise? Yeah, life wise, work wise. Life's pretty normal. Yeah. When you get to this point in time, you can choose wherever life wants to go, pretty yeah. much. But work wise, I'm still working with a couple who can't make up their mind. It's typical. And I have uh, uh, my daughter in law's nephew who wants a condo in really in Gulf Harbors if he can get one. And got a couple that are probably going to, well, I know one's coming up for sale January 2 in our community, maybe another one. So I got stuff going on at work. Yeah. Are you going to travel any? I'm going to uh, North Carolina sometime this month Ooh. to see family. South Carolina. It'll be nice. It'll be pretty. Yeah. North Carolina to see my great, great nephew who's 16 months old. Wow. And then, and my, and her, his dad, mom, of course. And then I'll see my niece and her husband on the way back in South Carolina. Well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're my fun kids. <laughs> Not that my kids aren't fun, but they're my fun kids. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what do you think? I think we wrap it up. Okay, works for me. Yeah, this was fun. Um, let everybody know, like, if they want to get a hold of you. If you need to get a hold of me, it's really simple. My phone number you all have at 727-735-2648. Or, of course, I'm Betty at sandpeakrealty.com. All right. Well, very good. But don't look for anything on Facebook for me. <laughs> no not, social media. No, I'm not real good at that. Are you doing the website stuff? I'm, yes, I'm working on the website. Okay. But I, and it has to be there, but... Uh, my life doesn't get posted there. I'll post my properties and stuff. Right, yeah. But I Yeah, don't. keep it strictly keep yeah. it for work. Life yeah. doesn't go there. Yeah. Somebody wants to talk to me about me or something I've done, they can come talk to me. There you go. That's what I did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I came to talk to you. Well, that's true. But I asked you to come talk to me. Oh, okay. That works. <laughs> well, it's been fun. Yes, it has. All right. We'll see ya. Take care. Take care. Thank you. It's been real, and we kept it simple. Who's next?